Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, we have yet another unexpected passing. This one announced by President Trump. Diamond of diamond and silk. According to President Trump, at the age of 51, died unexpectedly. Diamond, whose uh, name is Anetha Lynette Hardaway, who along with her sister form Diamond and Silk, passed away yesterday. It was announced by President Trump, the world just lost a true angel and warrior patriot for freedom, love, and humanity. Please respect the privacy of Diamond's family. Memorial ceremony to be announced. By the way, her family is accepting donations. Uh, you think with all their popularity and what have you, uh, and their being maybe even a household name, that uh, the finances would be in order. But uh, if you're on this side of the camera and uh, the microphone, you'll know that uh, we conservatives are not afforded the uh, the same ability to let's just say, make tons of money in punditry like people on the left or the mainstream media. Anyhow, Dave, uh, Diamond passed away at her North Carolina home in the presence of her sister, Silk, born Hernatha Rochelle Hardaway Richardson. The uh, This is the truth from President Trump. Really bad news for Republicans and, frankly, all Americans. Our beautiful Diamond of Diamond and Silk has just passed away at her home in the state she loves so much, North Carolina. Silk was with her all the way and, and at her passing. There was no better team anywhere or at any time. Diamond's death was totally unexpected. Probably her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnified Diamond. You will be greatly missed. So there's lots of support that she really did have a big and precious heart. That She was very loving and very kind. Uh, seeing a lot of things from both black and white conservatives talking about how she was sweet. Uh, how she was uh, honorable. I'm, I'm, I'm picking out the words from the, uh, from the, from the different things that she was a true angel. That she was an awesome lady. Um, that she was a beautiful and amazing friend, and that she loved Donald Trump and will be missed. Jack Posobiec prayers up for Diamond and Sister Silk and their whole family in this hour. May the Almighty Lord hold them close. Our precious diamond has gone to be with the Lord. So a truly true, a, a true loss, a true loss. Um, having died unexpectedly at the age of 51, we don't know the cause of it. But if it's something noteworthy, I'll report on it on our other show. Okay, folks, um, we're off to a good start. Let's get into this. Yesterday, the House of Representatives, last night actually, uh, voted 221 to 210 to repeal the funding for 87,000 IRS agents. 
So remember the Inflation Reduction Act gave $79.6 billion for the IRS over the next 10 years so they can harass middle class and upper middle class folks. By the way, if you don't know this, poor people are audited five to one to rich people. So this has never been going after millionaires and billionaires who have lawyers and have complicated returns that the IRS agents don't really want to go through. They go after the low-hanging fruit and the poor all by design to once again increase the divide between the haves and the have-nots. In other words, the have good accountants and have great attorneys that can bury the IRS in paperwork and push back and those that don't have those resources that the IRS can easily manipulate and uh, harass. And this was the, uh, the first bill. And this is McCarthy announcing this with the gavel. The yeas are 221 and the nays are 210. The bill is passed without objection. A motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Promises made. And that's exactly what he tweeted out last night. House Republicans just voted unanimously to repeal the Democrats' army of 87,000 IRS agents. This is our very first act of the new Congress because government should work for you, not against you. Promises made, promises kept. That's great. They passed the bill. But of course, the Senate is now Democrat-controlled, and Biden sits in the White House. Also, the uh, the House also passed a 55-page rules package last night in a 220 to 213 vote. So a Republican sided, uh, one Republican sided with the Democrats on this. And this is what McCarthy had to say about that. In announcing this to the people, Ken McCarthy yesterday tweeted out, Congress has been broken for a long time. Over the years, a concentration of power within the Speaker's office has kept lawmakers on the legislative sidelines. Lawmaking should be open to all members, not just a select few. So that's the best so that the best ideas win. So we can see here the Freedom Caucuses push and the twenty no McCarthy's influence in having these things done. Rules that empower members, these are the changes. Rules that empower members to debate, increase transparency, reopen Congress to we the people, are replacing rules that silence representative voices, kept deal making hidden behind closed doors, and allowed for unconstitutional proxy voting. So this isn't important as far as the rules uh, being changed because that is the rules being changed. It has nothing to do with uh, bills that need to be uh, go through the legislative process with a Senate control uh, with a Senate controlled by the Democrats and an executive that is a Democrat sitting in the Oval Office. So, off to a positive start for sure. Also, we have. And uh, if you heard at the end of that clip, um, Kevin McCarthy said promises made. Well, he did promise that there were certain people that would not find themselves on committees 
And yesterday, he told reporters that Democrats representatives Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, uh, and others will not be serving on the committees they served on previously. And this comes um, from the AP reporter. McCarthy confirms Swalwell, Schiff, and Omar will be off committees they previously served, Intel and Foreign Affairs. And then she quotes McCarthy, Swalwell can't get a security clearance in the private sector. I'm not going to give him a, a government security clearance. Schiff has lied to the American people. Here's, uh, and of course, they'll forget that uh, Eric Swalwell was uh, in a intimate relationship with a known Chinese spy, Fang Fang, yet was able to still be on the Intel Committee. And we know that uh, there's been some immigration issues uh, involving the Congresswoman uh, from, uh, where is she from? Where am I drawing? A blank. Minnesota. Uh, and accusations of improper uh, marital relationships with perhaps people that are blood-related. Allegedly. For YouTube. Allegedly. And of course, Adam Schiff is a known serial liar and partisan player. CNN reported uh, this way. House Speaker McCarthy said that Adam, Eric... And Omar will not be members of the committees they previously served on. Schiff served as chair of the House Intelligence Committee during the last Congress when Democrats controlled the majority. Swalwell was on a member of the same panel. Those two won't be on Intel. And of course, Omar previously served on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. And he made that promise back in November before uh, we had the we had him uh, voted in by the Republicans as Speaker of the House. Oh, by the way, I don't think I've officially introduced myself yet. Uh, welcome to Open Source News. I am your brother. My name is James, a.k.a. BCP, Black Conservative Patriot. Uh, the original and only BCP. There are other folks with uh, who have added or used the BCP. They are of no relation uh, to me. They don't know it's... They're, they're not my children or my son or any other individuals. Uh, I am the OG BCP. But you can just call me James. Please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. And put your comments down below. Your interaction, your engagement with my reports helps us with the YouTube algorithm. There is a problem going on uh, here on YouTube as of late where a whole bunch of uh, creators are losing uh, their views. Like their views are literally disappearing before their eyes. Uh, that happened uh, yesterday with their two videos from yesterday to the point where uh, I'm wondering how many of you are going to be able to see this one. So please help us out by like, sharing, and subscribing. Uh, don't forget that we do have a sister channel in which my daughter, BCP Juniorette, reports the news with no commentary. She just goes and reports the news stories with no commentary. And you can catch that on our uh, sister YouTube channel, The BCP Report. Okay, so we've got uh, something very, very interesting. Let me play you something that Joe Biden said over the summer, or was it mid-year of last year, so about six, seven months ago, when President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago was raided because supposedly he had 
they had found classified documents. This is what Joe Biden said on 60 Minutes. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen? How one anyone could be that irresponsible? How could that possibly happen? How could anyone be that irresponsible? All right, well, you know, I don't know, Joe. But we do know that Attorney, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland assigned a U.S. attorney to review roughly 10 classified documents that were found in an old office of President Joe Biden. CBS uh, reported this. They're the one who broke the story. The classified documents are from Biden's vice presidential office at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Enrichment in Washington. Oh, I'm sorry. Penn, uh, the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Washington. My mistake. I misread the word engagement for personal enrichment. By the way, it is in close proximity to Capitol Hill. The classified documents were found by Biden's personal attorneys just days before the midterms on November 2nd. Now, of course, we're just now finding out about this the first day that the new Congress is now in office. Oh, no news about this during the midterms. Isn't that interesting? Even though it happened just days before the midterms. Sauber said the White House is cooperating with the National Archives and Department of Justice regarding the discovery of what appears to be Obama-Biden administration records. Oh, they're cooperating. Trump was cooperating as well, but he was raided. Once Biden's attorneys found the documents, they notified the National Archives, who reportedly referred the matter to the U.S. Department of Injustice, leading to Garland's appointment of U.S. Attorney John Lausch to investigate how the classified documents ended up in Biden's old office. Because, you know, they just got on their own little damn little feet and just walked from where they should have been into the Penn-Biden office. The president, the president periodically uses this. Okay, here we go. The president, the now president, Joe Biden, periodically uses space from mid-2017 until the start of, 20, of the 2020 campaign. On the day of this discovery, November 2nd, 2022, the White House Counsel Office notified the National Archives. The archives took possession of the materials the following day. Okay, folks. Who was president in 2017 through 2020? Oh, that was Donald John Trump? Oh, yeah, it was Donald Trump. So why did Joe Biden, who then was not even in government, he was the former vice president, why would he have Obama presidential records in his office during the time of Trump? And why was the National Archives aware of it? Why weren't they all over this? In 2017 to 2020, that gave the National Archives three, uh, one to four years after Joe Biden was no longer vice president as, and part of the Obama administration to discover these things and do their job. The discovery of these documents was made by the president's attorneys. They were not subject to any previous requests by the archives. Since that discovery, the president's personal attorneys have cooperated with the archives and Department of Justice 
Department of Injustice, and a process that ensures that any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in the possession of the archives. Like, his own DOJ is going to do something against him. And of course, their defense is going to be, oh, it was discovered and it was reported, unlike President Trump, who was trying to hide those documents that were probably planted anyway. Well, Joe Biden, who I played you there on 60 Minutes, was like, you know, the, how could that happen? That's irresponsible. How'd they get there in the first place? Well, he was asked about this last night. Joe Biden stored top secret files with sensitive compartmented information designation at the Penn Biden Center in D.C. So I guess now we're knowing more about this than yesterday. These are sensitive compartmented SCIF. They have SCIF designations. So maybe there's a skiff over there. Why well, was looking at skiff stuff between 2017 and 2020 when he wasn't in government? Hmm. Okay. So at a meeting with Mexican President Manuel Lopez Obrador, there in the White House, uh, Biden was asked about this. Agradecemos a. Okay, you, you can't hear, but reporters are asking, any response to the discovery of classified documents at your office in which he smirks, smiles, ignores the press, and the handlers heard the press out of the room? Because you got to treat 80-year-old geriatric Joe with kid gloves. And it has nothing to do with his age. It has to do that he's part of the machine and the machine will be protected at all costs. All right, folks, good things are happening. And folks, Joe Biden, as far as the new house is concerned, is not going to just walk away from all of the things that are happening without any consequences. At least that's the plan. Let me play you this interview from yesterday with Chuck Todd over, uh, actually it was on Sunday, Meet the Press with Chuck Todd, James Comer. Chuck Todd trying to grill Comer and play his part as a mockingbird Muppet in the mainstream media. What was that? Quadruple alliteration? Mockingbird Muppet of the mainstream media? Check out this Muppetry. Listen to how Chuck Todd phrases the question and how James, uh, 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 Representative Comer, doesn't play the game. I, I could never be. I, I could, see, there's another reason why I cannot be in Washington. First of all, it's Sodom and Gomorrah, and I have no, no desire to be. It, it just, D.C. just has, just, it vibrates on a very evil, wicked, satanic, Luciferian wavelength that's repulsive to me. And, and, and quite honestly, I, I would think it would be repulsive to any Christian. Just It's just an evil place to be. And the uh, and it's also very expensive, of course, because these people are making money off of politics. But also, I would have to, because I am kind of a public figure already, people would expect me, if I were to be in the legislative branch in D.C., to be on Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, or what have you. 
and be out there. And I couldn't talk to CNN or MSNBC because this is how they editorialize their interviews. Path moving forward. Let me ask you this. You're going to do a lot of oversight. You're going to have a lot of subpoenas. Many people look at what you're doing and they see that it, it, it looks more partisan than professional. Um, it looks more partisan than professional, Chuck Todd says, looking into all the things that the Republicans said they're going to be investigating. He says this with a serious face. After two sham impeachments of Trump, the raid of Mar-a-Lago, the January 6th committee, and all these other things that were partisan attacks against President Trump. And Chuck Todd, as a Muppet of the Marxist mainstream media complex, sits there and says, well, people are looking at this and it looks partisan. Tell me how you're going to try to departisanize an investigation or do you expect it to be partisan? Well, with all due respect, Chuck, I, I disagree with that. I think the only people that see this as a partisan investigation are the media and the hardcore Democrats. Look, uh, only the media and the hardcore Democrats, which actually <laughs> are the same. So there's, there's really only one group of people that will see this as partisan, and that's hardcore Marxist Democrats, of which among them, is a good portion of the mainstream media, pundits, reporters, and journalists. At the same moment that the Democrats on the Ways and Means Committee released Donald Trump's taxes, uh, they then, moments later, turned around and said uh, Comer's investigation of the Biden family influence peddling is a revenge hearing. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But here, here's what he says that's totally awesome. And I think... Any American who's kept up with the political process over the past two administrations would agree. We need to know uh, what is allowable and what isn't allowable with respect to uh, foreign adversarial uh, intervention among family members of presidents of the United States. That right? They went. I mean, who who went before the January sixth committee? Ivanka, Jared Kushner. Who else was subpoenaed? Uh, uh, Don Jr. So the Trump family is, isn't off limits for business deals that they did as part of their business that predated any power, any government power. But someone who's been in government and is now the president of the United States, his family is off limits? That's something that the Democrats complained about with Kushner, and certainly the Republicans, myself included, have complained about. Do you see why? Biden and so Jim if, Biden, if you didn't like son and brother, let me ask you to do something about it. Look, a Harvard poll just came out and said 65% of the Americans believe that uh, the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop should be investigated. But let me be clear we're not investigating Hunter Biden, we're investigating Joe Biden. We're not investigating his family anyway. We're investigating the documents of Hunter Biden because we are investigating Joe Biden. Bravo. They've said this. Look, folks, once again, this is congressional. This is not judicial. This is not in a court of law. Just like the January 6th thing, this is going to reveal, well, like the January 6th thing attempt is going to re reveal things, but it's not going to lead to prosecutions or what have you. This is just a transparency exercise, but a good one. Oh, but wait, there actually may be consequences. 
Now let's jump over to Byron Donald, who is with Maria Bartiromo on uh, Bartiromo on Sunday mornings, uh, so, uh, on Sunday morning futures on Fox News. The only uh, really good shows on Fox News are pretty much Tucker Carlson and Maria Bartiromo's show. Fox and Friends, total Republican establishment swamp supporters. And I can't think of any other show uh, that isn't just uh, just a, a lot of talking heads. <laughs> Funny coming from a talking bobblehead. Please like, share, and subscribe. And please put your comment down below. And make sure that you're still subscribed if you think you are a subscriber. Now, Byron Donalds was with Maria Bartiromo, and she asked the tough question, and Byron Donalds gave the right answer. By the way, there has been no uh, uh, retaliation against Byron Donalds for opposing Kevin McDonald. Uh, he revealed on this interview that he would be on the House Steering Committee and that he has no further interest in becoming the Speaker. Now let's get into the juicy part of this exchange. ...and suppressing truth. And we all would like to see some accountability there. Uh, if you find that there was actual evidence of wrongdoing, will you support impeaching Joe Biden? Oh, that's something that will happen. But right now, what we want to do... That's something that will happen. But he breaks it down how this is very different from the impeach Trump because we hate Trump and drawing the conclusion before the facts. Do is get to the process of going through the investigative, of going through the investigations. Let me be very clear. What we witnessed when the Democrats were in control was that they picked a target, which was President Trump, and they did everything they could to try to damage him in any possible way. Uh, what Republicans are committing to do is going through the, investi the investigation process. We want the evidence to speak for itself. We want the American people to see that. And if the conclusions become clear that there are high crimes and misdemeanors that have been committed, then we'll be pushing forward with the next necessary course of action. Of course, impeachment happens for high crimes and misdemeanors. But you see, the difference here isn't we're, we're going to impeach him and then try to find a reason to impeach him like they did with President Trump, like they did... The second one, they had a whole entrapment thing having to do with an insurrection on January 6th. All that was so they could impeach Trump. They're going to do what investigators do. Let the facts speak for themselves. And then when the conclusion is that high crimes and misdemeanors have been committed, then yes, you impeach. But I don't want to make commitments to you today because we want the investigations to speak for themselves. I we don't want to do what the Democrats did which is weaponize the impeachment process for political purposes. And, and, we want to let the evidence speak for themselves. You have my commitment on that. And awesome. Absolutely awesome. So there you go, folks. Off to a positive, good start under the speakership of swamp creature McCarthy. Like, share, subscribe. We'll be back later. And please don't forget to check out, uh, do me a favor, go over to therealbcp.com, therealbcp.com, join our community for free, and go watch episode 177. Some of you are have been upset, which is fine. I mean, as long as you watch my show, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind you being upset because 
we are not, as you can see in the Republican debate over Speaker of the House, we are not lockstep lemmings like Democrats and Marxists are. We have differing opinions and passions. And some of you have taken issue with my criticism. Or I should, uh, criticism, but let me, let me at this point just say disappointment in the support that Kevin, uh, Kevin McCarthy got to be speaker. Now, obviously, one of those is the uh, is uh, is forty five, DJT Donald John Trump. But another one of those folks is MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And I'll challenge or upset some of you folks on my analysis of the new MTG. So go over there. It's not exclusive content. All you have to do is just go over to therealbcb.com, join Locals for free, set up a Locals account. It's a social media platform, and you'll be able to watch my episode 177 from yesterday. Head over there and uh, let me know if you agree or disagree with me about the former firebrand Marjorie Taylor Greene becoming part of the establishment rhino Republican swamp. I, I like Byron Donalds, uh, will present and present the evidence to you over there. Would love to see your feedback and your opinion. I will be back later. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless, and please receive a big hug from all of us here at BCP Media Studios.